Welcome to the Post First Think Later podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Alex. Between armchair experts and complaining Karens, we have a look at the most outrageous, funny and stupid comments online. Well, hello, and yes, here we are. Welcome to the first episode of the Post First Think Later podcast. I'm Mark, and I'm with Alex. G'day, Alex. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, I guess it's time to have a look at the world through social media. I'm quite excited. Well, I don't know whether excited is the right word, but yeah, it's definitely uh, an enlightening way to look at the world, that's for sure. I mean, it's Kind of what gets me out of bed in the morning these days. I've got to have a look at the comments. Well, I feel like you're not alone. People these days, they don't necessarily read the headlines or read the articles. They just go straight to the comments because people would rather hear what Jerry from down the road thinks about something and disagree with Jerry than actually listening to any sort of form of authority. Luckily for us, that makes it very funny and entertaining. I'm sometimes guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen. I've seen you <laughs> speaking to Jerry down the road, putting him in his place, as do I. I hope you're listening, Jerry. <laughs> right. And so why why are we the people to, you know, bring this to attention? Like, what do you do for a living? I'm the voice of Australian television online. That's a big claim. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's actually not completely wrong. Um, So I'm a social media and digital producer of Australian TV shows, uh, which basically means that most, depending on which show I'm working on, most of the things that are written online on behalf of the TV show is me. So when you're out there commenting on, you know, the Neighbours page or the Home and Away page or Sunrise or the project, and you think that you're arguing with, you know, the powers that be, it's really just me <laughs> with a sandwich being like, all right, Cassie. So in la- in layman's terms, you run their social media accounts. Like it's In like- layman's terms, yes. I m- manage the team that runs the social media accounts. You've been given the password to the Instagram account. I create the, the, the password. You create the, well, I probably know it now. Hang on. No, 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 no. No, I create them based on... Um, idiotic things that people say um, in right. the comment section. So it's your job to deal with these comments every day. Well, I oversee 24-7. The- <laughs> I, I oversee a lot of the comments. We have moderators now, um, which is a godsend because we never used to. It used to sort of just be me dealing with them. But <laughs> as, as Facebook has become more of a business and it's become more um, – more high risk for defamation and that kind of stuff. There's actually merit to what people post online now. So we have to take it a little bit more seriously. So it's not all fun and games. That being said, it's still really fun and games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It's really funny. Um, Yeah. So that's pretty much my job. Uh, And what about you? What do you do, Mark? Well, (laughs) (laughs) so I, I, I am a video editor. Uh, mostly doing, you know, big reality stuff. I've edited Married at First Sight. I've edited MasterChef, Survivor. I've also edited Neighbours in the past. I've edited daily cooking shows, um, documentaries, all types of stuff. Um, Dealing so, with the influences as well. Well, look, you know, uh, 
especially working on a show like Married at First Sight, where all of the participants, you know, have to they they're contractually obliged to get you know social media accounts and Instagram accounts to help promote the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously means that the audience can interact with them. Yeah, and uh, the fun ensues because you know. So you know when um, reality stars their episode goes to air and they're often portrayed quite poorly, and it's always that argument: it's the editing, it's the editing. Does that mean that's you? <laughs> Are you the person that they're talking about that's edited them in a certain way, or it's definitely the editing? <laughs> or are they, or are they often just as they seem? Oh well, I mean, look, this is going off in a bit of a tangent, but I'll explain it. I mean, we we do edit a lot of footage, and there is so much footage to get through to tell the story concisely. Yeah. And, you know, people pick up on the smallest mistakes that really have no bearing on anything whatsoever. But we can't change the result of a thing. If you've seen something happened, it's happened. If someone has ended up together, they've ended up together. If someone's failed a food challenge, they failed the food challenge. We, we you know, we manipulate how they get there to make it informative yeah. and interesting. That's it. That's it. So you can't, so you don't, so that that whole rumor that I know this is a bit of a tangent, but I feel like it is relevant because it definitely connects to what we're sort of talking about. Um, so that whole tangent that often happens online and, you know, the fighting and the online dialogue, which is that the editors have just completely taken things out of context and fabricated a story and stitched together a story to then create a storyline that didn't exist. Does that happen or not really? No, there's, there's never enough footage for that. We really can only work with what we're given. However, you know, to put it simply, if we've got a scene that's kind of funny, then our job would be to make it as funny as possible. Yeah. So would you ever bring, would you ever take like a cut? So would like, for example, say there's a funny scene and you just need to pad it out a little bit with a bit more timing or a little bit more, um, cutaways, would you take a cutaway from something completely irrelevant, like a reaction shot from something? Absolutely. But I mean, that happens on any show. I mean, that's just, but, but I think, you know, why it relates to what we're talking about and the difference is, and why you don't see these comments on any other shows is because it's designed for the audience to be involved. They can have their say on things, you know, and it doesn't matter how wrong they are and, you know, what crazy ideas they might think up. It's fun to be able to have your say on it. You know, it's fun to be involved and it's fun to appear like you know something about it. So when you when you see like a little continuity error, I mean, the, the, uh, there's heaps of them, continuity error. Um, you know, it's good. To, it, it's pretty empowering to go, oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's so the, true. The, the pen was in her right hand. Now it's in her left hand. <laughs> yeah. This show has no credence whatsoever. Get it off the air. Is, it's so true. Like even I obviously work in TV and I know all the tricks of the trade, but even when I'm watching shows and I see a continuity error, I'm like, oh, this is, you just can't trust it anymore. You just don't know. And I'll be like messaging you. I'll be like, I think Poe has a contract yeah, exactly. with Endemol <laughs> and Channel 10 and I work for 10. And I'll still be like, I don't know. So, you know, what hope does the average right. punter online have, really? Exactly. And then those same conspiracies 
are applied to actual issues in the world mm-hmm. that probably require, you know, actual. I don't dream up all the conspiracy theories you want about a reality show. I think it's fantastic. But that same logic is being applied to different things, and we're going to be looking at that as well, I guess. Oh you know? yeah, in conspiracy, say what? But that's that's another one. That's another one that's coming up. Um, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I just told you the, the episode yeah. title of our next episode. It's called Conspiracy Say What. Oh dear. <laughs> So should we get on to why we're here? Let's get into these comments. Okay, yeah. So What do you got? Well, I follow, a, obviously, I follow a lot of pages and one of my favourite at the moment, one of my favourites at the moment is this page called Sarcasm because everybody on there, you think that they know what sarcasm is, but actually they don't. So I stumbled across this one the other day and it, it really just made me laugh. Um, so it's like a meme. It's a man holding a bottle, like cringing, and it says, when I see my old conversations where I express myself too much. So it's a guy being like cringing that he's expressed himself too much online. Right. So, I mean, we can all relate to that. Right. Talking too much online. Anyway. So Caroline has responded to this truth. I am ashamed of myself when I read my old messages. So I deleted everything. I think, why was I so stupid, clueless, immature, annoying, desperate for attention, and such a fool? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I talked to several guys online thinking that they would want a serious... <laughs> I don't know why. This is I, spiraling quickly. I talked to several guys online thinking that they would want a serious relationship and be the love of my life, and they just wanted dirty chats, asking for nudes, stupid fun, wasting my time, and I thought they were going to change. Now I happily realise how stupid I was being, and now I don't talk online about my things anymore. Oh, do you not, Caroline? I think you do, Caroline. I think you can't stop. Talking you know about what? No, I, I don't think that's the type of response a uh, meme page owner <laughs> is going for. for. No. <laughs> to, um, to be fair, this meme page, they really struggle. So there was another uh, one um, and it was just a photo of a spring in the air and it says, Oh, no. Spring is in the air. And then um, Emily, God. Emily said, not if you're in the South Island in New Zealand. It snowed <laughs> in a lot of places. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's. You know, and you know what? She's right. I'm with her. There's another, there's another sarcasm post that I came across. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a photo of a man. He's got two notepads, two pens, and he's looking. He's like writing in both of them at the same time. And the caption Jesus. is, "Me talking to the same person on WhatsApp and Instagram at the same time." <laughs> and Sutter has said, "This photo touched my heart, soul, head, shoulders, <laughs> knees, toes, my eyes, ears, mouth, and nose." <laughs> And then Mikhail has said, I can't see the photo, dot, dot, dot. But based on the comment section, I understand what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I hope justice will be served. May her soul rest in peace. What the hell? And then Sadia said, I just saved this. I I can't say without laughing. These people are so funny. I just (laughs) saved this photo on my gallery because I will be laughing by seeing this photo when I got (laughs) when I get beaten by my mum. What the 
And then somebody has what said, the hell? loving you was the most exquisite form of self-destruction. What's going on here? I don't know. They've just descended. And then Anad has said, Pete, Anad's trying to bring some uh, understand, like some clarity to the chaos that's currently happening in the comments section. Just saying, practically, it's not possible to write with both hands simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> According to scientific research, our left part of the brain sends signals and controls the right side of the body and vice versa. And only one part of it works at a particular time to do a particular thing. And when we try to write with both hands at the same time, you're not going to achieve anything or even one thing. (laughs) It's just going to be a mirror image of letters in one of the writings. I tried writing with both hands at the same time, but it proved practically impossible. (laughs) And then it says, source, Netflix series, brain games. <laughs> so he's watched it. Paul, but he actually named a source. He named a oh source. Oh, my God. One point for him. I found an article by Traveller. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Traveller, what they are, but... Um, it talks about Australian cultural differences between states. We're not all the same, it claims. And did you know, and basically it, it's like a 200-word article, basically saying in Melbourne they call them potato cakes, in New South Wales they call them potato scallops. <laughs> now, it's ridiculous, okay? It's clearly a potato cake. We'll discuss that later. But let's have a look at the comments here. First thing. Let's see if anyone out there gets this, because I'm thinking our target audience is maybe like Gen Y or whatever. John says, how about Gregory's versus Refidex? <laughs> Does anyone know what that is? Do you know what that is? No. What is it? Do you even know what it- So, So before Google Maps, <laughs> right, in Melbourne, it's actually called a Melways. <laughs> And John had, I don't know what state he's talking about. I think Refidex is Queensland, actually. Anyway, this is full of knowledge. Remember all this. You never know when you might need it. What an idiot. Rob says, let's not forget Devon, that famous mystery Uh, meat. No, Devon is, sorry, sorry, go. Let's not forget Devon, that famous mystery meat for your sandwiches, which goes great with tomato sauce. In Sydney, it's called Devon, but in Western Australia, it is called Poloni. <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> Who are these people? Give me a Polonian sauce. <laughs> Who are these people? Now, Frank's about to drop some knowledge right now. Okay, go. And he's been around. I was seven. He's already like back in the day. I was seven when I learned... <laughs> Duchess and Port in Queensland, but they aren't food or drink. Don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Peanut butter versus peanut paste. Fritz in South Australia. (laughs) Potato fritters in NZ. And then he asks, is flake universal or state specific? (laughs) Don't know. Now listen to this. Is dropscon versus pikelet a state variation? What the fuck is a (laughs) dropscon? 
know. I don't know, but pikelets are delicious. And, and then and then Michael hits the nail on the head here. Obviously written by a New South Welshman person. They are potato <laughs> cakes. Absolutely no question. Correct. And now I've got some other thing. Right. So you know you know what they call spring onions? What? Shallots. I thought shallots were a completely different thing. They are. <laughs> so what do they call shallots? I don't know. Well, see, I don't think they knew either <laughs> until they were posed with the question. <laughs> Because they call them echelots. Oh, no, I've heard this. Now, heard is that esch- not an answer given under duress? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, echelots. <laughs> echelots. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll do. So is this all on the one thread? It is. See, do they know they're being idiots? No, no, this is serious. But, but this is something I feel serious about. Why? Because it's not a potato scallop. Look, actually, no, I do get this. I do Christ. feel this about when people call it palmy. I don't like that. Oh, that is a, that's probably the worst one. I think that's, that's the worst one. That's the only one that really gets me riled up. Everything else I like to consider myself a pretty open-minded person. You can call it what you want. It's no reflection on sure. me. But when you say palmy, it's like that is a reflection on me. Yeah, if I, if I could change one of those and let them have their others, it's probably the palmy one because oh. there's no there's – no te- people will not listen. Maybe I'm guilty of that as well. I won't listen to their side of the story. Yeah, no, no. I'll be honest. No, absolutely not. Okay, all right. I got one more for today. Um, Hay House. Hay House is the biggest publisher of self-help books and self-help books, sort of spiritual books, talking about angels, the universe, all that kind of stuff that you think's rubbish that I love. Anyway, so Hay House. Please go on. (laughs) Hay House has posted uh, what they would would have hoped would be a um, an inspiring (laughs) quote, but it isn't. So it says. Our spirit guides are not better than us. In fact, they learn just as much from us as we can learn from them. And June. Hang on, wait, hang on. Okay, sorry. Can you can you repeat that? That that's a bit of a mind bender. Can you repeat that? Okay. All right. So it says our spirit guides are not better than us. In fact, they learn just as much from us as we learn from them. Okay. Okay, so it's basically saying that you've got guardian angels and the guardian angels aren't smarter than you. They're experiencing and learning through your experiences okay. just as much. People- gotcha. All right, I'm on, the, I'm on your same page. I'm like, yep, okay. Right. So I read that and I thought, oh, God, oh, are they? I thought that they were like all-knowing, you know, all-knowing beings. June agrees. June was like, what is the point of a spirit guide if we are both bumbling around without a clue? Essentially, she wants us to speak to the manager of Spirit Guys. She's not having a bar of this. She's like, this is ridiculous. Um, And then somebody else has said, that's not reassuring. Ellie's like, yikes, that's a bummer. Kara's like, I thought we knew more spiritually. I thought they knew more spiritually than we do. Um, And then Lee has, Lee's obviously thought about this. He's like, I don't believe that. 
Spirit guides must have reached a certain level of understanding and awareness. Otherwise, it would just be the blind leading the blind. And there is too much emphasis based on ego and words. It isn't that they are better than us. It's just that they are more specialized in what they are doing. A doctor isn't just made. He has to study to be one. And so it is with spirit guides. Otherwise, you would end up with Aunt Dorothy doing her cra- crochet while you blunder about. It just wouldn't work. And this just goes on and on. And I just think, hey, house. I have really regretted posting this because these comments go on for, there's like 2000 comments of people going, God help mine. I call bullshit on this one. Um, this is fairly alarming to me. (laughs) Imagine thinking that. And, and, but but see, but, but no, not one person has even questioned the existence of of a spirit guide. (laughs) Exactly. They're just like taking it at face values, but like, oh yeah, we all know we've got spirit guides. But hang on a second. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I know how spirit guides work. (laughs) Listen, listen here. Listen here. It's like, oh, we all know I've got guardian angels. Everybody knows that. That's not even up for debate, but they know more than me. God. (laughs) God. (laughs) I want to speak to the manager of spirit guides, please. How do you... does anyone can anyone become a spirit guide? Mm. Or are they from a different like realm? <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking about? I don't know if this is in my remit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works, to be fair. Oh. <laughs> I do know that um okay, this is very off track, but it is related to this. We can cut it out potentially. But a couple of weeks ago I was going through a bit of a tough time and I um, looked up something on YouTube and it was like signs from guardian angels or signs from angels. (laughs) (laughs) Watching this YouTube video, I was this like crazy lady sitting like in a little setup. She was like, 12 signs the angels are talking to you. One, one, number one was feathers. When you see feathers around. That means the angels oh. are talking to you. And I was like, okay, all right. So I started looking around for feathers and there was no feathers. So I said, angels, if you're there, show me some feathers. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, yep, okay. Anyway. Then, d- then what happened? A day went by, two days went by, no feathers. And then on day three I was sitting on my balcony and I had a little scratch under my, like under the corner of my bra and I was like, ow, what is that? It's like. And I like pulled it and I pulled this like little pointy thing. And as I've pulled it out, I've pulled out the biggest white feather from my bra. <laughs> and I looked at my house and I was like, oh, it's just like, that's so weird. I was like, I know. And I asked for feathers from the angels. So what are we, are we, are we blaming this on Australia Post three days late? Like what's... Anyway, from that point on, no, Mark, (laughs) seriously, I then started to see feathers everywhere, (laughs) like in my room, in my lounge room, on the street. I've actually, I've actually, I'm probably going to write about this. There was this bird that had them all over the, like the bird has so many feathers. No, no, they were everywhere in the most random places and I started like, getting them and sticking them to little rocks. So I've got all these rocks with all these feathers that I found randomly and it just went on and on for weeks. And I was talking to my friend Charlotte and I was like, hey, like, can you just, this is weird, but can you just ask the angels to bring you some <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just 
want to see because this is really freaking me out. And like the guy I was seeing at the time, I was sending him photos as well every time feathers were coming and I was showing him. He's like, it's pretty weird because they are really showing up. And anyway, so I told my friend this on the phone, Charlotte, and I was like, can you ask, just uh, please just ask the angels. I just want to see if this happens to you. <laughs> it didn't happen. Mm. She's two weeks later, she's texting me, we're chatting. And then she goes, oh my God, just mm-hmm. as I'm texting you. And she sends a photo and at her feet, there's this white feather. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let, I, I will. I will accept the feather challenge. All right. As soon as this podcast is actually, what I'm doing right now. Yeah, you just have to ask out loud, and they come. I'm actually spirit, looking at spirit, a feather right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm going to ask spirits. No Shall guardian I? angels. Oh, fuck me! Guardian <laughs> angels from the other realm. Show me the feathers, please. I, I'm not taking the piss here. I genuinely want to be shown the feathers. And I'll take that as a sign of you communicating to me. Yeah. Okay. That's all you have to do. All and right. just see. And this is it. The challenge has been set. Yep. We can see in future episodes if this comes true. All right. Cool. And then if it does, <laughs> I will be open to discussing further Spiritual stuff, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) If you've come across some hilarious comments you think we should feature, send your screenshots to the Post First Think Later Instagram and chuck us a DM. If you liked any of the sweet beats featured, check out Mark's Insta, at mark.wav. Is it wav or wave? Oh, I don't know. At mark.wav, because he's got plenty of sweet tracks. Yeah, and check out funnelism.com if you want to hear some really funny and extreme stories from Alex's love life. <laughs>